Breaking Soul Ties with Shaladio. On this broadcast, Shaladio teaches God's Word on soul ties and other relationship issues affecting the believer. Listen and be blessed. Hi there, welcome to the program. My name is Shaladio. Welcome to episode 26 of our series on how to believe God for a spouse. In this series, I am sharing fundamental spiritual principles that will help single men and women to believe God for a spouse and to also find a spouse. I'll be sharing core principles of confessions, faith, hope, the seed principle, prayer, discernment, and so on. This series will apply to both men and women. I want to share this prayer with you before we start. Please make this a daily prayer. Ephesians chapter 1 verses 17 and 18. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray right now uh, this afternoon that lord you will speak directly into the hearts of your people today through my vocal cords so that your name is glorified and so that your people are edified and strengthened in their faith to reach out for you to reach out to you to receive the miracles that you have already given them through the death and the resurrection of jesus christ thank you father for this Thank you, Father, for the work of the Holy Spirit in the hearts of your people today. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Last episode, I answered the question, or more like I gave three out of five answers uh, to the question that was asked uh, recently that no one has ever come. I don't know any single eligible person in my immediate circle. So how do I get my spouse to meet me or how do I meet my spouse? Whichever way you want to ask the question. I gave three answers um, last week, and we're going to go out to uh, go on to points four and five. And um, if you missed last episode, last episode was um, episode twenty-five. Episode twenty-five. So you want to lay your hands on it to understand the first three answers that I gave, and um, well, points one, two, and three. I ask people to make out five lines on their notebooks, so we were able to do points one two and three last week so we're doing points four and five today but um just to give you like a kind of heads up if uh you don't um you, you don't immediately get episode 25 uh, it's actually there on the website but just a brief recap of it uh the first uh thing i mentioned last week uh point number one is that you need to look at your mentality now your mentality must be that of god has already provided the person so it shouldn't be that of you're trying to convince god you're trying to beg god but that god has already provided and the scripture i gave uh is found in um ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 which says blessed be the god and the father of our lord jesus christ who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in christ jesus so you see that the blessings that you desire today are blessings that god has already concluded that they are yours even before you were born as a result of the redemption work of jesus christ and then the number two point i raised is that god is not angry with us um a lot of times we uh christians and their leaders 
erroneously attribute um, a delayed answer to prayer as something to do with God being angry with you. Um, I'm not, I, I don't particularly agree with that, and I have scriptures to back that up. If you go and study the book of Daniel, Daniel prayed the same prayer twice in two different chapters. The first time he prayed that prayer, the Bible says the angel turned up immediately and brought him the answer. The second time he prayed, the angel turned up three weeks later. Nothing in that scripture tells me that there was something wrong with Daniel. But what Daniel did in those three weeks was, was that he separated himself onto a season of prayer and fasting until the answer came. And when the angel eventually turned up, the angel said something. He said, from the very minute that you made your petition, God already answered. So there was no difference in the two prayers. There was no difference in God's response to both prayers. But the difference existed in the manifestation of the result. So you see, the timing of the manifestation of the result is not a reflection of God's disposition towards you. If you follow me intelligently now. Now, what accounted for the delay in manifestation? First of all, we've established that the fact that something is delayed does not necessarily mean that I am unfavorably disposed towards the person that is asking me for the favor. Okay, let me give you an example. I think some weeks ago, my daughter was asking me for, um, I think she was asking me for a mobile phone. And I just thought, um, I'm not sure she's old enough to carry a mobile phone. Now, I will definitely get her a mobile phone, but not today. Now, I have promised her that she is going to get a mobile phone, but it has not been manifested. Now, that has nothing to do with my disposition towards her. I am not angry against my daughter. I am not angry about my daughter. I am not delaying a mobile phone because she offended me. No, but the mobile phone is coming. She should just chill. Now, the timing of the arrival of the mobile phone has absolutely nothing to do with my disposition towards her. You get it? So, so let's begin to... I mean, don't let's um, heap condemnation on ourselves as a result of bad teaching. Now, of course, there is a place. If you are doing stuff wrong, you can possibly use your own fingers to block the flow of things. Now, that is possible. But you don't just pray. And then because you didn't see the manifestation tomorrow and your own friend saw the manifestation today, you just hurriedly conclude that God must be angry with you and then you shut the process down with your negative words. So it is wrong. Then I explained all that last week anyway, so you can get the um, audio for last week. Now the point number three also that I mentioned uh, before we go on to points four and five was that God is not experiencing shortage of people who meet your reasonable expectations. Now what I mean, I mean this I'm particularly directing this to ladies who keep saying stuff like uh, in church who keep saying stuff like uh, there are no more good men, you know, on the earth today, or people or ladies who say that all the men are asking for fornication before they can marry. So there are no good ones. Again, that is and that is not true. Um, you 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 can't possibly say that God has no shortage 
of people who would meet your expectation people who would meet your criteria god absolutely has no shortage of such people so if you desire a god-fearing man god is able to position you beside this god-fearing man if you desire a god-fearing woman god is also able to position you beside a god-fearing woman so there is no problem with that god has no problem with that but don't let the world deceive you through their i mean their funny statistics that something is impossible for you no 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 no. don't go with that at all don't accept the negative assessment of social media um, about the things that you are believing god for god is not in a shortage at all god is not like the central bank of your country so he's not in a shortage of anything at all and i hope we understand that now let's go to steps four and five now step number four or more like answer number four that i that i'm continuing with goes like this it says god is able to organize the steps of your spouse to meet with you or also organize your steps to meet with your spouse now the question you remember the question is is that how do i get to meet the person how do i get to be introduced to the person how i mean i don't know anybody because let's look at it from this angle you know five people on your address book that you know that they are single they are your age mate well i mean they are okay in terms of financial reasons you know that sort of a thing uh, they have good jobs since most of you only focus on jobs okay uh, let's not go into business okay they have jobs right so you now look at your phone book and then you now start this personal scheme i'll call it a scheme really because you have not even prayed you have not even believed god for anything you now start a personal scheme of ringing these people up and trying to strike conversations with them hoping that something will go okay now in the course of six months all those five people inform you at one time or the other that oh guess what i'm now committed to so and so and so person or i'm now engaged to so and so so and so person so after like six months all those five people that you had some hope for they've all vanished i mean they've they are committed elsewhere so what are you left with nothing but then i'm saying to you according to point number four that god is able to organize the steps of your spouse to meet with you and to also organize your steps to meet with your spouse so if we are now believing god for a spouse the question now is where is that spouse going to come from because all the friends that i know immediately on my phone book that live within my neighborhood they are all now hooked up or engaged or whatever so they are all out of reach or out of bounds so what happens let's read psalm 37 verses 23 to 25 it says psalm 37 37 will read verses 23 to 25 it goes the steps of a good man are ordered by the lord and he delighteth in his way though he fall he shall not be utterly cast down for the lord upholdeth him with his hand i have been young and now i'm old Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Now this is powerful. The Bible is saying here that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. So God is able to order your steps. Now the good man means righteous man. Who is a righteous man? A righteous man is a person who has been washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. A righteous man is a person who has accepted, who has 
who is born again, who has accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as his personal savior, that is the righteous person. If you want to know who a righteous person is, read Second Corinthians, Corinthians chapter 5, verses 17 and 21. It says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new. And and also you can go on to read uh, verse uh, 21 as well. So you see, the steps of a righteous man or of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delighteth in his way. So you see that God is able to order your steps. And this is one confession you should add to your uh, store of confessions. You wake up every day. Time is up um, and I'll see you after the break. Thank you. Welcome back to the second part of this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Shaladio. Listen and be blessed. Welcome back. Now we stop that point number four. God is able to organize the steps of your spouse to meet with you and also organize your steps to meet with your spouse. Now, I was given a scenario where you've exhausted all the names on your contacts of your closest, you know, friends that you know that are single and could be up for it. And now there is nothing, nothing, nothing in the horizon. Now, I was saying to you that God is able to order your steps according to Psalm 37 verses 23 to 25. It says, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delighteth in his way and if you go uh, straight to verse 25 david was saying that i have been young and now i'm old yet have i not seen the righteous forsaking nor his seed begging bread so david was writing this at an old age and he said he has never seen the righteous forsaking but a lot of christians are walking around today and trying to not I mean, they have convinced themselves and also trying to convince the world that they are forsaken by God. God has not forsaken you. I mean, he has never forsaken any righteous person, any of his children. He has not forsaken you. And he said that he will order your steps. He will order your steps. Now, this is a confession you should add to your list of confessions that you make every day. That my steps are ordered by the Lord into my miracles my steps are ordered by the lord into my miracles my steps are ordered by the lord into my miracles you see there is something about you walking into somebody's house and they'll just say oh we were just thinking of you and you just came now there is something about someone you know just maybe like I mean, maybe like there's a blessing, for instance, maybe there's an excess blessing in the hands of somebody and it's, the person is just thinking and just say, oh, what about uh, this girl? Oh, ah, what about this person? Oh, Sylvia. And for whatever reason, Sylvia, whoever Sylvia is, is walking. He, he just wakes up in her own house and just thinking, ah, where should I go to do? Ah, let me go and see. Uh, let me go and see Kate. And then she just walks into kate's house and kate just says ah 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 i was just thinking of you now i have this excess blessing that i was looking for somebody to share with and you just came in now now you see that is an example of how the lord 
orders your footsteps so you must say it with your mouth don't say what the social media is saying which will be always be opposite the word of god say it with your mouth that my footsteps are ordered by the lord into my miracles on a daily basis my footsteps are ordered by the lord into my miracle on a daily basis you must make it part of your confession my steps are ordered by the lord in the name of jesus my steps are ordered by the lord in the name of jesus that and you you just as you declare that you then discover that god will begin to speak to you god will begin to move upon your heart that you should go somewhere you should you know pick up a phone and do something god could even move you to even you know just do something that is not even related with your miracle at all i mean let me give you an example abraham used to welcome strangers now that never looked related to the miracle of wanting a child for goodness sake how i mean scientifically how does welcoming a stranger into your house produce a child for a barren woman now twitter will tell you it doesn't make any sense but i say to you that because he obeyed god he obeyed god you know what happened one two of those strangers that came in on a particular day actually turned out to be angels and they were prophesying to him that this time next year your miracle is going to surface and manifest in actual reality you see that so you see that their foot i mean abraham's footsteps was ordered by the lord how were his footsteps ordered these people did not come to his household they were passing abraham went to go and bring them that's he went outside to go and accost them and bring them to his house to entertain them and that was how they prophesied the arrival of his miracle in the next one calendar year so you see that god is able to organize your footsteps he he can move on you to do something that is totally unrelated with your miracle and there you are you just get there and what you never even imagined is just going to turn up in your favor and then that will be god having ordered your footsteps into the epicenter of your miracle so this is very powerful don't joke with it keep declaring with your mouth even though you don't know where when it's going to happen you don't know where it is going to happen you don't know where it is coming from just always say with your mouth that my footsteps are ordered by the lord into my miracles on a daily basis because you are believing god for so many miracles you don't know where they are you don't know how it's going to happen but just rely on the guidance of the lord keep declaring it with your mouth my footsteps are ordered by the lord into my miracles on a daily basis now let's go to point number five which is the last one we've got some time to handle this point number five not too different but you know another perspective god is able to make things happen for you in a place where everyone has classified as dry and then i also added a sub question should i change churches now let me tell you something when you want to start believing god you know for this kind of a thing yeah you're believing god for a spouse now what people i've seen this happen you know to people and you may dispute it you may want to argue with it but i have my strong point here and this is it i have seen people now say okay they want to believe god for a spouse and the first thing they did was that they looked at their surrounding 
does they look within the church that they were attending so maybe like the church had like uh say like 50 people for instance the church had 50 people there and you you know as a human being i mean i mean let's not fool ourselves you you turn your head around inside the church and you scan the horizon in the church and you already assess that okay how many people of my age are here that are single so you use that as your barometer of seeing that of assessing your hopes so when you scan your head around you turn your head around and scan the entire church and say okay i think there are about four people my age that are single and are not yet married then you scan those four people and you see that when you look at their cars um you see that one of them has a toyota corolla um the other one has um let me look for some cars that you people don't like in nigeria uh one of them has um let me look for another cow um the cars are not really fashionable and one of them has a nissan micra yes a nissan micra and then one of them has a peugeot 207 and then the last one uh the last one let me see um let me look for another car you don't like okay the last one too has a peugeot 207 now um, those are not the kind of cars you actually want to be seen in with your future husband so you have already concluded that okay all these four people don't even meet my spec so effectively you don't even see your husband coming out of this current church population in which you are in now i have seen this happen before and you i mean let's just admit reality and the lady looks around and thinks that okay none of my none of all these people satisfy my criteria and the next thing the lady will do is to go switch move from that church and go to a bigger church that probably has like three thousand people where she feels that she has a better chance of meeting people who meet a exquisite list of criteria I've seen this happen before. I want to announce to you. I know a person who moved in 2003 from a smaller church to a far bigger church. In fact, not only did she move because she felt that her prospects were not enough in a smaller church of like 250 people. She moved also because one guy also had begun to talk to her. So she felt that even if she missed that guy, that there are plenty more guys in this 3,000-man church that she went to join. This happened as far back as 2003. I want to announce to you today that as far as I'm aware, in 2015, 12 years later, she's not married. As far as I am aware, in 2015, she's not married. So your fleshly moves don't necessarily guarantee you a result it might have worked for some people this person it did not work for her so anything that doesn't have a guarantee i cannot give to you the word of god is the only substance that has a guarantee on it and i want to say that to you now let me read the scripture to you isaiah chapter 35 verses 5 to 7 then the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. 
then shall the lame man leap as an art and the tongue of the dumb sing now spiritually what this means is that the eyes of your understanding are open to see god's word you are able to hear the voice of god you are able to rise up with faith in your heart and you are able to open your mouth tongue of the dumb shall sing means that you're able to open your mouth to make bold declarations and to sing praises unto god now when you have done all this that is written you know that is written in verse 5 the bible says for in the wilderness shall waters break out so it means that in the dry place where nobody expects anything good to come out from the bible says that from that place of dryness waters shall break out and streams in the desert and the parched ground parched ground means dry ground shall become a pool and the thirsty land springs of water in the habitation of dragons where each lay shall be grass with reeds and rushes did you see that so what god is saying there is that when you allow the holy spirit to open the eyes of your understanding and you hear the voice of god and you are able to speak the word of god and sing praises unto god that the wilderness that the wilderness shall in the wilderness shall waters break out and the streams in the desert and the patched ground shall become a pool and the thirsty land springs of water and in the habitations of dragon you will have grass reeds and rushes so did you see that so you don't necessarily you don't necessarily have to first of all physically relocate isaac was going to do the same thing that that lady did he was going to relocate but god said "Mm -mm -mm, stay there and where he stayed the bible says that he sowed in that land and he reaped a hundredfold in that same year so you see the movement of god not does not necessarily has anything i mean does not always have uh, much to do with the conduciveness of the physical climate you can be in a climate that is not physically conducive and god will make things happen for you in that climate so your reliance shall not be on the conduciveness on the climate of the climate but your reliance should be on the voice of god don't make any move if you have not heard the voice of god don't change churches because you are looking for a husband that is being desperate first of all start believing god if god now says move from this church to the next church then you go by his commandment you go by his ordering that is ordering your footsteps and when you get there something will happen for you but if you make moves based on your own natural assessment look let me tell you something before your eyes you will just see that you could easily disconnect yourself from the plan of god so it is very important don't just move because you think somewhere is more conducive for what you are believing god for no hear the voice of god first if god does not speak to you stay where you are sing praises where you are dance where you are make bold declarations where you are and then you see miracles come and you see directions come in fact you can be in a church of four people and one person will come and join the church and that person is your husband it is possible it is possible god does not move by 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 what twitter tells you he doesn't move by facebook predictions no 
God is free to move any way he chooses to move. And it is your responsibility to sit down and hear his voice, hear his direction before you take any step in your life. And I'm going to close with this scripture, Job chapter 22, verses 27 to 29. It goes, um, Thou shalt make thy prayer unto him, and he shall hear thee, and thou shalt pay thy vows. And then he goes on to say, Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee. Now is the time for you to start decreeing. God says when you decree something, it will be established unto you. So you need to start decreeing the arrival of your wife, the arrival of your husband, in the name of Jesus Christ. And there is something I want to share with you that is very powerful. In that same verse, he says, Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon your ways. What it means is that when you decree something, and you don't know how it will happen, the Bible says that the light will shine upon your ways. It means that direction will come to you from God on how that thing is supposed to manifest. So, you don't know where your spouse is coming from. You don't know how he's going to arrive at you. You don't know where how she's going to arrive at you but as you open your mouth in your house and you are decreeing it and you are decreeing it on a daily basis the bible says that god will establish it or it will be established unto you and then the bible also says that the light required for it to happen shall shine upon your ways it means that illumination will come into your heart direction will come into your heart as to what you do don't copy another man's direction you understand if somebody said i joined twitter and i met my wife through twitter then you two now gonna already open a twitter account look bozos will meet you and beat you black and blue if god doesn't send you there do you understand so people say should i join i can join dating site and meet tens of people i mean just even forget dating site to be honest because that one is a big scam on its own don't even bother touching it just stay with your bible stay with your prayers stay with the word of god stay with your declarations and as you go out on a daily basis god will direct your footsteps god will make sure that your path crosses with the path of the person that you have desired in your heart i have seen this happen to people i have seen this testimonies in the lives of people that people actually came in from their past out of nowhere and this, this lady that told me that this guy they attended the same secondary school and never seen themselves thereafter and this guy just hooked up with her on facebook after she started declaring god's word hooked up with her on facebook is was now a christian she didn't know and they met up and they spoke with themselves and they didn't even waste their time any further because their paths were being directed by God. They are now married and she told me that he was everything I ever wanted for in a man. And that was God that arranged it. She didn't go and join another church in order to force something to happen. You understand? Don't force things to happen. Stay with God's word. Speak God's word. Sing praises unto God and let the Holy Spirit shine his light upon your path in Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Shaladio. To learn more about Soul Ties on Twitter, please follow our Sholadio and our Soul Ties tweets. 
You can also visit www.breakingsoulties.com to read up on soul ties. To contact Sholadio, please send an email to breakingsoulties at charisministries.org. That is K-A-R-I-S ministries.org. You can also chat with him on BBM by using the following pin 52C7F3CD. I repeat, 52C7F3CD. We have come to the end of this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Sean Adio. See you again same time next week. Jesus is Lord.